everyone. Welcome back to Wisdom of Wise Women podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dieter Casey. Today I am recording this seated on my kitchen floor in this really beautiful warm patch of sunlight. And I'm in the Chicago area, so this is the first bit of sun that we've actually seen in the last few days. So it's not that warm out, but it's nice and warm sitting in the spot that I'm in. So it's feeling good. Um, spring is hopefully on the way. Um, who knows? But uh, I am recording this on a Wednesday. It'll be released on a Sunday, um, but whenever you find this is exactly when you're meant to be finding it. Um, So, last night was the new moon in Aries, so happy astrological new year, everyone. Um, It was definitely an energy that was to be felt. Uh, I really felt it. Um, I had a lot of ideas and intentions and desires that really were blocked inside of me really start to just flow. So I spent a lot of time on the couch last night journaling about them and what I really want to take into this new year or see be called into this new year and it's a beautiful time to be doing this. I'm recording this right now while we're all in quarantine for the coronavirus. Uh, So if you're finding this six months from now, hopefully coronavirus is a distant memory. Um, But since we're all sitting at home right now, it's an amazing time to take stock of what are the intentions that we may have taken when 2020 started and do those intentions still line up with us presently a few months down the road. And it's okay to change intentions you know we sometimes make make our intentions because of a certain situation or um, what we think the direction of our lives is going in and then sometimes things change and right now we're experiencing a massive shift so it is definitely highly encouraged and supported for all of us to take a look at our intentions and figure out what's in flow with us and what isn't anymore Um, and just let those ones fall away thank them because I'm sure that our work on them has brought us somewhere even if it's different than what we thought and then it's time to really get curious about what's new for us and what is in alignment with us and what we want to accomplish by this time next year and I'm sure the world is going to look very very different when we reach March, end of March, 2021. So that is a little bit of notable astrology. The other thing is that um, Saturn has moved into Aquarius now and Saturn has been in Capricorn for the last two and a half years. And if you are uh, around my age, so if you were around 27 when it was 2017, Um, and you're hitting your 30th birthday now, in the next year, you have been experiencing something called a Saturn return. And Saturn return is when we experience a huge 
karmic confrontation in our lives, basically. So lessons that we have not yet mastered in our adult lives come up really hard. And a lot of us take the cosmic two by four to the head in a lot of ways. And I know I certainly did. Um, And I kind of was riffing on this somewhat in this last episode about talking about my journey to my soul purpose and uh, the confusion and the big losses that I took on the way to alignment. And that's what Saturn does. Saturn is the Lord of Karma and she is the black, black rose. Um, and she, her lessons can be so beautiful and they usually are because they bring us forward in such a profound way, but every rose comes with a thorn. And if we aren't mindful of the thorns, they can, they can do some pretty nasty damage. So the key to working with Saturn energy is to just be mindful of, of the thorns and keep an eye out for them and watch them, you know, and don't get ensnared in them. Um, so that's what Saturn is all about. It was in Capricorn, which is a very, um, grounded sign and likes things in order, um, from a lot of different ways. And now it's moving into Aquarius, which is a, an air sign. And it is the sign of the collective and working with groups and bringing humanitarian change and, Uh, uniting people and ideas and coming together and you can see why this is such an amazing um, happening right now because that's what we're being called to do as this huge global pandemic sweeps us Uh, we're being called to unite and take things at a different in a different approach and not do things the way that we've been doing them. And Aquarius is, is a very different energy than Capricorn. So um, I highly encourage you to just have a look at what this is all about. Just give it a Google Saturn moving into Aquarius 2020 and you'll find it. Um, you know, because even if you don't follow astrology that closely, I highly encourage you to just give a nod to the fact that there's something to it. I mean, these humongous solar bodies in the solar system have an energy to them and it's a powerful one. And a lot of these planets are a lot bigger than Earth and they've been around for like billions of years. And really, if you think about it, there's no possible way that um, these other bodies out there don't have an impact on the energy of our solar system and we are a part of that solar system. So just give that some thoughts. Um, if you're judging it right away, perhaps ask yourself why, um, you know, so just be curious. So that's our notable astrology for right now. That's going to go on for the next two and a half years that Saturn will be in Aquarius. So lots of different lessons coming up and different energy. So that's, that's something to look forward to. I'm pretty excited. That, that means that people turning 30 this year, our Saturn return is ending. People who are hitting the 27 age, that is the beginning of your Saturn return. So best of luck just weather the storm with grace it will be okay i promise your life will look very different (laughs) but in a really beautiful way so and it just comes from allowing so 
Okay, so we're gonna get into our topic today. Um, the topic is called The People in Our Lives Are All Doing the Best They Can, Including Ourselves. So we're gonna head into that in a minute, and I am going to take you through a somatic meditation, and then I will leave you with some questions for your week. Okay, so welcome to jam time, everyone. Um, We are talking about this statement, which, you know, it's going to bring up some feelings, that's for sure. So just let them come. Um, The people in our lives are all doing the best they can, including ourselves. So I'm going to sit in the position of a woman, which is really the only way I know how to experience the world. So if you're a man and you're listening to this, um, just take it as informational purpose, but also perhaps um, analyze it under the lens of how your experience is and see where we may have some similarities and some differences. Um, This statement is true for, for everybody, regardless of gender, regardless of biology, Um, It is true that in every moment of the day, we are always doing the best that we can. So what does that actually mean? Is that just a cop-out? I feel like a lot of us have been raised, and again, I'm looking at this through a woman's eyes and experience, but perhaps this is also true for men, um, that good enough is not is not enough. And if we just say that we're doing the best that we can, it's basically a cop-out or um, a way to say, oh, I'm not going to push myself to be better or it's lazy. But that's actually not what that statement means at all. And this is what it actually means. When we allow ourselves to know that in this moment and every moment, we are doing the best that we can. We are allowing ourselves to just be exactly who we are. Because let's be honest, there are times when the best that we can do is just getting out of bed in the morning and maybe not even getting dressed. And maybe that's because we're sick, we have the flu, we have something awful happening in our lives, we are going through a big change or loss or something and life is just so challenging that the best we can do is just greet the day in some way, ignore the mirrors in our house and kind of just shuffle through. And that's the best we can do. And you know what? That's okay. You know, like Every day is going to be a little bit different and that's part of the human experience, right? Because we have emotions and we interact with other people and other people cause us to feel things and those feelings are are ours to navigate and when we do navigate them, we do it in the best way that we possibly can. So 
as we look over our lives, we may realize that the way we handled the situation two years ago is completely different from how we would handle it today. And that's because we've grown in those last two years. We've maybe experienced our Saturn return and have had our shit shaken up and turned upside down. And now (laughs) we know differently. And that's the thing. We grow so much and now we know differently, right? So part of part of allowing ourselves to know that we are doing the best that we can is also by being able to forgive ourselves for times when we feel like we let ourselves down because really we didn't. We didn't let ourselves down. We might have we might have reacted in anger when now we would react in a way that is depersonalized and detached and calm. But at that time that woman was doing the best that she could, right? And she hadn't done the work and the growth that she has done now. So now we praise ourselves for being in this place of knowing and knowing better and doing better. And that's why it's important to understand that this phrase is by no means a cop-out. This is this is no by no means a way of settling. This is this is actually the most loving thing we can ever say to ourselves and other people. And it's because it allows us to also realize that even if other people seem like they're letting us down, they are still doing the best that they can. Or maybe they're not loving us the way that we wish to be loved. And it hurts us. But we have to realize still they are doing the best that they can. And this this doesn't mean that we have to condone their behavior. There are many situations, and especially in partnership, where we cannot condone what is happening. And that's any type of abuse or neglect or anything that's really harmful and dangerous to us. That's not okay ever, Right. Um, so we have to remove ourselves from those situations for our safety, but in the day to day and when we're with people who we know do want the best for us and do love us, we have to be able to understand that just because we feel like they're not loving us in the way that we want to be loved doesn't mean that they aren't doing the best that they can. And everybody's best looks differently. And sometimes part of this process of of growing and evolving and becoming allows us to realize that perhaps what we once matched up with as our best and their best doesn't match up anymore. Maybe we now know that our best looks very, very different from somebody else's and it's not really in alignment anymore. And that's okay too. We can still lovingly say, I respect you as a human being and I know you're doing the best that you can, but this just isn't something I want to involve my energy with anymore. You know, that's okay to say that because if we we don't say that, We get stuck. And when we get stuck, nothing good happens. Not for us, not for anyone. That's when resentment can really start to rear its head and we 
definitely want to avoid the path of resentment at all costs. So especially right now when we are hanging with the same people day in and day out or we're hanging with ourselves day in and day out, it's so important to be able to say, I know that you're doing the best that you can. Maybe even say it out loud, right? Like, I think that that acknowledgement to the people in our lives right now is hugely helpful. I I think a lot of us are sitting in something resembling a, a pressure cooker situation because we're just over-involved with these same people in our lives right now. And if we say things aloud that alleviate some of the pressure, like I see that you're doing the best that you can, that really takes the tension off of us, that really takes the tension off of them, and that really puts something high vibrational in the air. And acknowledgement is that. And I think that that's a really, really beautiful way to let people know how we feel about them. And that is, we have grace for them. We have empathy for them. We have compassion for them. And we understand that even if their best isn't looking so hot at the moment or we're arguing or, you know, things have come to a head because we're just so sick and tired of the same old situation, whatever it is. If we still can say, I see you doing the best that you can, and we can say it to ourselves, that's going to make things so much easier to handle. And that's, that's a learned practice. It's not easy. Let me tell you, I have had this lesson come up for me many times um, with certain people in my life and it took me until fairly recently to really understand how to embody this and I think a lot of that came with me being able to embody it with myself and say I am doing the best that I can and I am not the woman that I was four years ago in this situation and I have the power to use all the tools and the learnings and the wisdom that I have to show up for this differently. And I'm going to do that. And so when I took that as my intention and I was fully committed to knowing that I was doing the best that I can, that really helped me shift into being able to see the others in the situation and in the relationship also doing the best that they can. And yes, their best looks very, very different from mine, but I love them and I respect them, and I am able to understand that even though they don't show me love in the way that I desire, it doesn't mean that they don't love me. And just because I wish that our relationship were different from their side doesn't mean that it can't still be really beautiful. And that's that's also the the huge peace that is offered when we accept things as they are and we don't look to change other people or change things that just aren't ours to change. I mean, other people are not in our lives for us to change. That's not our work. Our work is to work solely on ourselves 
and to embody what we wish to see in others because that's in the end what we end up attracting, what we ourselves are. And so when we take the the conviction, the intention of knowing that we're doing the best that we can, we start to see that in others as well. And showing grace, this is a very gracious thing to to know, right? Like it's it's absolute acceptance, it's absolute knowing and wisdom that in every single moment we're showing up in the best way that we know how to right and the knowing comes with the time and the lessons and the learning and once we have those things and this this doesn't stop this continues on right like we continue to evolve but once we have new tools and new knowledge then our best becomes even better. And that's the process of evolution, you know? And it's important to understand that evolution does bring change and change does sometimes ask us to leave relationships behind or attachments behind or beliefs behind that maybe we've had for the majority of our lives and that's difficult. But Again, when we go through those changes and we bring ourselves back to knowing that we're doing the best that we can, it makes it a lot easier to let those things flow and go and be okay with that. And a lot of this comes from expectation, right? Expectation is an unspoken um, agreement, basically, of how we want to be treated, right? So... If I expect certain people to show up for me in a certain way when that's just not who they are, I'm going to be let down every single time and I will not be able to understand that they're doing the best that they can because the best that they can, in my mind, looks very, very different. But that's not reality. That's not who they are. And anytime I ask someone to show up the way I think they should show up, they're, I'm asking them to abandon their authentic selves. And I don't want to do that. We can't do that to other people. I mean, we can do it and we do it all the time, but it do, what does it bring us? It really doesn't bring us anything. We can ask for what we want and what we need. We can assert our boundaries and help people learn how to treat us. But at the end of the day, everybody has is having their own experience and they are learning at their own pace. And so if we've learned something and we have integrated it and we know that it's in our best interest and our best way forward to act and practice in this way and somebody else just hasn't learned that lesson yet, they have to run on their own cycle. And we have to just understand, I can't expect them to embody what I know because they just aren't there yet. And that's that's difficult, right? It takes a lot of patience and a lot of forgiveness. But these are beautiful, beautiful things that if we haven't been practicing them much in our lives before, now's an amazing time to start because there's no more trying situation in our lives right now than sitting at home doing whatever we're doing with these same crew. (laughs) And yeah, that's a massive challenge, but this is an amazing introspective time. And I just want to encourage you to take take this with you. Take this to the people that you love. 
and offer it to them and, and offer it to yourself. Maybe it's an affirmation practice. And if you don't have one of those or you don't feel comfortable with that, it doesn't have to be anything like more than just meeting yourself in the mirror and looking in your eyes and saying, I am doing the best that I can and take a few deep breaths and just allow yourself to feel how you feel. So with that, because it's kind of sounding like the meditation I want to lead us through, I'm going to stop there. There's a lot to be said on this, and I'm definitely going to circle back on some of these things and dig into them a little bit more, but just the message of you're doing the best that you can, and so are they, is so important right now. We really need to let that resonate with us in our relationships and in our homes, and let that be the energy that we feed on. And let it be a bringer of peace in this time. Okay, so here we are at the somatic portion of this episode. And um, as always... If you are in a spot where you can relax and get into your body, that's great. And if not, you can come back to this segment or um, you can modify it if you're somewhere. Well, today, I don't know why anybody would be anywhere but at home. But anyways, maybe you're out for a drive. Maybe you're sitting in a park somewhere. Yeah, that that could be. Okay, anyways, um, so just as always when we do these, keep in mind that there is a mantra that I'm going to offer that we will work through in the meditation, and the point of a somatic practice is to let our body speak to us. So we are here to communicate with our bodies and receive the messages really that's the important part we're just here to receive so all right let's begin by getting into a comfortable posture whatever that feels like for you right now maybe it's lying down even maybe it's hand on your heart both hands maybe one on the belly and taking deep breaths and feeling your way through your body system. So perhaps right now your nervous system is highly activated because you feel stressed or tense or overwhelmed. That's okay. Let it speak to you. It's there for a reason and it's talking to you. So just receive its message. The mantra that we're going to work with today is how do I feel in my body when I let go of meaning and attachment and allow myself the truth that everyone around me is doing the best they can, that I am doing the best that I can. So let's tune into our breath. It's a sort of a split focus between breath and body, but let it be body-led. And we're going to 
imagine ourselves from a bird's eye view. We are going to see our space and the people in our space. We see ourselves in our space and we're just here to observe. So from a bird's eye, float around and see what it all looks like and how it feels to be noticing interactions from afar, from above. And just allow yourself to witness. You're not changing anything. You're not interfering. You're not criticizing yourself for something that could have gone differently. You're just here to allow it and observe it and ask yourself perhaps if there is a lesson. Now, when we offer ourselves this truth of I'm doing the best that I can and so is everyone else, I want you to notice how that feels when we offer that to different situations that we've observed. So how does it feel to offer that truth to our exchanges that we have been witnessing as we move around our space? And maybe as you float around in your own energetic cloud, you can look at different situations and say directly to it, they are doing the best that they can. And maybe you can observe yourself as you interact or you go about whatever it is that you're doing and you can say to yourself, I'm doing the best that I can. And then maybe there's a situation in your day where everybody is together and you're all sitting together perhaps for a meal and you just hover above that for a second and you can look down at it and say, we are all together doing the very best that we can. And just ruminate how that f- on how that feels in your body when you allow that to be the truth that you connect with as you observe each situation. What happens in your body? Perhaps there's some release. Perhaps there's a point of tension that gets called to your attention notice why that's coming up just observe it and let it speak to you you don't have to try to make meaning the meaning will come with time or perhaps you notice why you struggle to believe that this is true and perhaps you ask your higher self to show you why you're struggling with that And that can be a part of your meditation. And as you come back into your body from your observing bird's eye view, just realize that anytime you offer yourself this truth, the more it will impact how you view yourself, your surroundings, your relationships, and the more it will ring and resonate with you. Perhaps you 
exercise this meditation more than once and it feels a little different every time i would encourage you to write down some notes and thoughts about what you experience and just be open to them and be honest with yourself when you feel ready you are welcome to come back into this space meditation is just a different way of experiencing reality and we try to do that by just reducing all of the noise in our heads that's all we're trying to do and with somatic meditation the intention is just to be able to reduce that noise so that we can feel our physical bodies and listen for a change sometimes we're very good at um, putting out there and speaking and telling ourselves what we should be feeling and all of that but equally important is to be able to listen to ourselves and what we're actually feeling without um, being directed by anything so um, that uh, is how I'm choosing to end today Um, I will leave you with some questions and they are yours to take or leave as always and those questions are centered around showing up in a way that allows us to know that we are doing the best that we can so take them leave them whatever you want to do so it's completely up to you um so the first question is what are the relationships in my life that experience tension from expectation so with whom do we have the hardest time saying that they are doing the best that they can okay is it with us our personal selves is it with family members is it with certain friends with whom is this we all usually have some sticky relationships where it's really hard to extend this so i wonder if we can just get curious about who it is and maybe why that is that way and how can we become true believers of this statement? How can we really come to believe that everyone, including us, is doing the best that they can at all times? What, are, what is our journey with this statement? What is, it, what is it gonna take for each of us as individuals to be able to step into that and really know it with all of us? Those are two pretty sizable questions that are going to take way more than a week to work out. So I definitely encourage you to pop back into this episode and 
something different might stick out for you the next time you hear it. So it's always cool to use tools and resources more than once because we can usually pick up on different things than we did the first time around. So sit with that stuff and just allow yourself to answer it in the most honest way that you can. And even if the honest answer is, I don't have an idea how to believe that because it seems impossible, that's okay. That's a start. Just be curious and always ask why. And that's how you get the answers. And if you really want to invite change and invite beautiful change that is going to help you relieve a lot of tension for yourself and on yourself and on your exchanges with others, always ask why and always be curious. And that's probably the deepest bit of wisdom I can ever offer is allow curiosity to be your greatest teacher um, and allow it to lead you to the answers that you're seeking and don't be afraid of it. It's very powerful and it's very, um, it knows, it knows how to get you there. So just trust it, trust yourself. And thank you so much for being here. This was an honor to record. My patch of sunlight is now moved on, so I'm going to move on. Um, But I will be back with you next week. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay positive, stay honest, do your best. We are all doing the best that we can. And I see that, and I see that in my life and with myself and with the people around me. So be graceful, be gracious, and take that into everything that you do and let me know how it goes. Talk soon. Bye.